Okay, good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Baba Kama daf Mem Beis. I would like to uh, backtrack a little bit and begin from daf Mem Aleph Amid Beis at the two dots at Tanu Rabbanan. Today's shir is sponsored by Dr. David Lander and honor his wife and children and Lila Nishmas's mother, Golda Basimcha La Shalom. Also by Daniel Sadian for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times and Atzlacha for our soldiers and our captives. They should be returned home safely. Also by Avi and Esti Goldstein and family, Lezecher Nishmas, their beloved son, Zachary Goldstein, my Talmud Chaim Tzvi, Ben Avraham upon his fifth yard site, which is this Shabbos, his Neshama, Shavna Leah. Also by Simeon Moshe Kleinman, Lili Nishmas, Moshe's grandfather, David Levi Ben Yitzchak HaKohen, whose yard site is today, the Nisham Shavna Leah. We thank all of the sponsors very much for the sponsorship. So the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, two versions of Rabbi Eliezer's response to Rabbi Akiva, asking why do you need a Pasuk to exempt the Bala Shor from Kofar, uh, you know, if, if it should have been something that's obvious. And the Gemara is going to discuss which version Rabbi Eliezer had said first and which version he had said second. Then the Gemara is going to continue quoting Brysos that have Limudim from Bala Sharnaki, that we have derivations that we learn from Bala Sharnaki, and we're going to have uh, four explanations why we need Bala Sharnaki to exempt from Dmei Vlados, even though it would seemingly be obvious just from the parsha of Dmei Vlados itself that uh, that a Shar doesn't pay, uh, the, that the Shar Tam Shanogach doesn't pay Dmei Vlados. So why do I need Bala Sharnaki to teach that to me? So Umar is going to have four approaches to that. That is the majority of Amr Aleph. Then the Gemara is going to have another price about Bala Sharnaki, where Rabbi Akiva is going to learn that Naki Midmei Eved, that a Shor that, uh, that, that kills an Eved, the Bala Shor doesn't have to pay, the Shloshim Shal Eved. So uh, the uh, Gemara is going to question, why do I need that Halacha? Can't you derive that? Why do I need that to learn that Halacha from Pasuk Bala Sharnaki? Can't it be derived from elsewhere? And the Gemara is going to have two explanations why it cannot be derived from elsewhere, and you need the Pasuk of Bala Sharnaki. And then the second half of Amr Beis, the Gemara is going to talk about that uh, the idea that the kofar uh, for killing a woman, the kofar payment, uh, goes to her Yarshim. Obviously, she can't collect it. She's dead. That's why you're paying the kofar. But that's going to go to her Yarshim, not her husband. So the Gemara is going to discuss, what about Chiyuvei Nezek, that, uh, that, that are owed to a woman, and then the woman drops dead. Does that also go to the Yarshim, or does that go to her husband? So uh, let's begin again. Again, backtracking to the two dots on uh, Mem Aleph and Beis at Tanu Rabbanan. We rushed through it a little bit yesterday and I wasn't prepared, so let's uh, let's uh, do it properly now. So Tanu Rabbanan, the Brisa tells us as follows, Ubala Sharnaki, Rabbi Elazar Omer, Naki Michatzi Kofer, that the Pasuk teaches me that the Bala Shar is potter from paying Kofer, and also if it's a short time from paying Chatzi Kofer. So I'm going Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says to Rabbi Eliezer, Valo hu atzmo ein mishtalim elamigufo, the entire payment of a short Tam is only from the goof of the shar, meaning uh, you take the body of the shar that had done the damage, and that's what pays the uh, the debt. That's what pays the, for the shar tam. So even without this pasuk, there's no possibility of collecting chatzy kofar because once the animal killed somebody, the animal gets skila. So let the balashar say to the nizik, you know what? You want to collect from the shar? 
bring my dead shard that's been stoned for what it did and see what you could collect from it. Meaning it was already stoned, it's not worth anything. So how are you going to possibly collect the Chatzit Kofar? So that's Rabbi Akiva's challenge to Rabbi Eliezer. How could you learn from Balashar Naki that you don't pay Chatzit Kofar, that a short time that kills doesn't pay Chatzit Kofar? A short time always pays me Gufo. So it's automatic that it's not going to pay Chatzit Kofar because there is no Guf left, you've already stoned it. So two versions of what Rabbi Eliezer responds to that. Version number one, Omer lo Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer says to Rabbi Kiva, Kach ani be'enecha, shadine b'zeh shachayv misa? Why, you think, am I chashud in your eyes that my kavana was to darshin about a shor that's chayiv misa? That he doesn't have to pay kofar? Of course, if the shor is chayiv misa, you're not going to pay kofar. I was talking about a case where there's a kofar payment, even though the shor is not chayiv misa, and, and that's why I need Balashar Naki to tell me that you don't make that kofar payment either. What do you mean? Why would there ever be a kofar payment if the shor is not chayiv misa? The shor, if there's a kofar payment, it means the shor killed somebody. So, so obviously, there's a chayiv misa. The case I'm talking about is where the shor killed somebody, but it was only al echad or by the admission of the bailim himself. And that's not enough to kill the shor. And therefore, the shor is still alive. So that's why you would have a Havamina to collect the Chatzit Kofar. So Alpi Bailim, ask the Gemara, wait a second, Alpi Bailim, Modabeknasu. Well, if it's Alpi Bailim, then he's anyway a Modabeknasu and he's going to be Potter. So anyway, you wouldn't have to pay Kofar because we're assuming that Kofar is a Knas. And, uh, and if the if the only way we know that this Shor actually killed the person is because the Bailim admitted it. He's a Modabeknasu and a Modabeknasu is Potter. So ask the Gemara, no, Kosovar Kofar Kapara. Rabbi Eliezer is working with the assumption that the Kofar payment is a Kapara para for the balashar and therefore there would have been room to say that uh, just like a person is mechayiv a carbon chatas al piatzmo or al piyed when he admits to doing an avera he wants to bring carbon chatas because he knows he did an avera he knows he knows he needs a kapara so who adin lagabi kofer and that's why I need the pasuk of balashar naki to tell me that even though the shor is still alive and therefore there's a havamina to think that you're going to pay the kofer migufo from the shor balashar naki tells me that there is no payment of Chatzit Kofar. When a Tam kills somebody, there's no payment of Chatzit Kofar. That's one version of Rabbi Eliezer's response. So again, the Rabbi Eliezer had said, Balashar Naki teach me you don't pay Chatzit Kofar. The challenge Rabbi Akiva offered is, of course you don't pay Chatzit Kofar. The Shor is dead and Chatzit Kofar would only be collected in Migufo. But you obviously stoned the Shor. So response number one of Rabbi Eliezer to that is the Shor is not always dead because it could be the only way we know that this Shor killed somebody is by the the, the Bailim himself admitting, and we're not going to kill the Shor in that case. Tanya Idach, the second version of Rabbi Eliezer's response is Amr Rabbi Eliezer, Akiva, what, you think I'm talking about a shor that's dead, that's going to be chayv misa, it's going to be stoned anyway? I'm talking about a kofar payment when the shor wanted to kill a behemah and accidentally killed the person. The shor wanted to kill a mitzri and accidentally killed the Yisrael. The shor wanted to kill the nafel and accidentally killed a ben kayama. In all of these cases, we're going to see in a few days from now, the shor does not get killed. So I might think that if it's a short time that I've done these things, it's going to pay kofar. And that's why I have Balashar Naki 
to tell me that you don't pay kofar. Now notice the difference between the way the way Rabbi Eliezer addresses Rabbi Akiva in uh, in in both uh, responses. In the first response, it's Amr la Rabbi Eliezer kachani be'inecha shadini b'zech shachayv misa. In the second response, it's Amr la Rabbi Eliezer Akiva. Meaning, why, why did he add Rabbi Akiva's name in the second time around? So in the Sefer Edus B'Yisrael, he points out that the Gemara is going to tell us that the second response of Rabbi Eliezer is the much stronger response. That the first response of Rabbi Eliezer is the Zutri, the second one is the Ravravi. First one is the small one, the second one is the really strong response. So you understand the Lashon of Akiva was because he felt confident. So he called him by his, uh, by his first name. And he said, Akiva, listen, I got to, you know, he felt that he had a much better response, and that's why he uh, he used he used Rabbi Akiva's name in responding the second time around. So, Frankling Mar Hayamar Leberesha is the order of these brysos, the order of responses that Rabbi Eliezer gave. I mean, we're assuming both of these responses are accurate. Rabbi Eliezer said both of these things to Rabbi Akiva, meaning he had to come up with a hechi of when the shor that did the killing is still going to be alive, where there's at least a hava amina that it should pay kofar migufo, so that Balashar Naki could teach that it doesn't pay kofar migufo. Well, which of these responses came first? So it begs the question, the Maynaf Kamina, which, uh, which one came first? So Rashi Membeza Menbeza writes Nafkamina is that if Rabbi Eliezer uh, is if whether Rabbi Eliezer changed his mind from uh, from the from the weaker of the two responses that uh, if he said the weaker response first so then once he had a stronger response he changed his mind and he backed out of that weaker response but if he said the stronger one first and then he had the weaker one so obviously he didn't back out of the uh, the stronger one that's how Rashi and Shulchan say the Bala Ma'or says differently that uh, the Machlokas is whether Rabbi Eliezer who's the Rebbe of Rabbi Akiva was was working to be mechade this Rabbi Akiva, meaning sometimes you find that a Rebbe will say something to a Talmud in Shas, and the Talmud comes up with a response and the Gemara is like, what was the Rebbe thinking? Of course there's a, such a response. So the Gemara will say, no, he only said it mechade this Talmidav, to see if his Talmidim were sharp, to see if they'll have an answer. So they wanted to know, does Rabbi Eliezer have this practice with Rabbi Akiva? That if he said the weaker uh, response first, it could be that that was uh, that, that, that uh, uh, the, the, uh, he wanted to see if Rabbi Akiva would would uh, would ask on it, or is it not the derech of Rabbi, of Rabbi Lazar to be mechaded as 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 talmidav, and therefore he went right away with the strongest response? Okay, that's how the Balamar understands nafkamina. Which one came first? But which one came first? So Rav Kahn and Amar miskavin Amar The taina that Rabbi Lazar had of you you could find the case where a shor should have to pay kofar, and yet the shor itself is not dead. In the case of miskavin the behema and it accidentally killed an adam, meaning the second of the two responses that we learned is the first one that Rabbi Eliezer said. No, it's Hamas al al Bailim, that that's the case where the shard is still going to be alive because it's only from the Hodah of the Bailim. That, that response, the first of the two responses that we learned was the one that Rabbi Eliezer in fact said first. So Rav Kadim, that it was the second of the two responses that was said first because Mashal the Tzayit, Shashol the Dagam it's just like you have a fisherman who's going fishing, Mishkach Ravravi Shakal, so he finds he catches a big fish, so he takes it, and then Zutri Shakal, and then when he finds smaller fish afterwards, he takes that as well. So, so too, Rabbi Lazar first says the stronger terrets that doesn't have a tshuva, and that's uh, the, uh, the the case of the shores Miskavin Behema and Haragadam, and then when he found another another possibility of how it could be that a shore 
would, uh, would, would, would be subject to a kofar payment and the shor is still alive, namely by hodas bailim, even though that's a weaker response, he comes up with, he says that response as well, just like a fisherman is going to take the small, uh, the small fish after he has the big one. Rav Tavium, Amar, Hamas Amar Leberesha. No, he first said the, uh, the weaker of the two responses, Mashal Tzayit Shashol Dagman Ayam, and the mushal is like a, a fisherman that's, uh, that's going to catch fish, Mashkach Zutri Shakal, so at first he only catches small fish, he takes it, but then Mashkach Ravravi, when he finds a big fish, Shadizutri Vishakal Ravravi, he'll throw in the, throw away the small fish and he'll take the big fish because uh, he doesn't have makom in, uh, in his kalim for both of them, so he'd rather have the big one. So, so too, Rabbi Lezer first said the, uh, the, uh, the response of Alpi Erecha, Alpi Bailim, which you could ask on, which we're going to have uh, challenges to, and then when he found a better answer, he backed out of that initial answer of Alpi Bailim, and, uh, and instead he, uh, he gave the better answer of Miskavin Aragas Abeima, Vaharag Adam. So it's almost like a derech in learning that you, that you see from here, that in the, uh, that, that the first Svara was that even if you have a really, really strong response, you always look for extra sniffim. You always come with a little extra support, even if those sniffim are not, uh, are not particularly strong. You have like that in halacha sometimes, that you have, uh, yeah, you have a psak that, uh, that you'll, you'll read a tshuva, where a posik will make a strong argument, and that'll say, and none of those sniffim l'hakel are enough to really rely on. They're all weak, but, uh, but they help. They, uh, they help to strengthen an already strong point. Rabbi Reisman once said that uh, he once spent a day on Chalamo Yitzchak by the Minchas Yitzchak, that he wanted to see how the Minchas Yitzchak passed in Shailas all day. So he sat in his sukkah, and he sat there all day as Shailas were coming in and out, and he thought it would be such an educational experience. He said, it turns out the Minchas Yitzchak gets the same Shailas every other rabbi gets. So there wasn't, uh, there wasn't so much uh, to learn from it, except in between people coming, he asked the Minchas Yitzchak, what's the role of a sniff lahakel? Like, when can you use an extra sniff lahakel? And Yitzchak said, sniff lahakel is only valuable when you have one very strong argument. I mean, you have one argument that you actually believe in, so then, a sniff lahakel, vote sniff lahakel, vote sniff lahakel. That's very valuable. It's a yisod in paskening alacha. Sometimes you see people try to pasken alacha by just having sniffim lahakel. You know, and none of them are strong, so you can't be makel based on uh, uh, you know minor arguments that uh, that don't make it that, that individually don't make any sense. If you put ten things together, that none of them make sense. So you still don't have anything that uh, that makes sense. So Rav Shachter uh, often says that uh, you know uh, someone who has a crazy idea, a mishagas, is not a mishagas. But if you go around collecting everyone else's mishagas, and that's a mishagana. So uh, you know you're just going to have uh, you know ten sniffim that don't make any sense. So that does that's not a way to paskin a alacha. So that's a, you see this idea that you have the the the, the ravri shakil. So then if you have zutri also after you have the ravri, then you'll take the zutri uh, as as well. Anyway, tiny idach. Now we have another brisa that darshins balasharnaki. Balasharnaki, Rabbi Yosi Aglili Omer, naki midmei vlados. Balasharnaki means that. A short time that gores someone, uh, a woman, and, and, and it causes her to miscarry, you don't have to pay chatsi dmei vlados. You don't have to pay the, uh, for, for the, for the dmei vlados. Um, the, uh, so so it, it, the, uh, so, so, uh, that's Rabbi Yossi Aglili's drasha from Bala 
Naki. The Ravid points out that since Rabbi Yosei Aglili doesn't darshan like Rabbi Eliezer, that it's coming to be memayit chatsi kofer, it seems that Rabbi Yosei Aglili holds that a short time is takachayiv in chatsi kofer. Meaning if the previous drasha from Baal Naki was to tell me that you're part from chatsi kofer, that was Rabbi Eliezer's drasha from Baal Naki. And comes along Rabbi Yosei Aglili says, no, there's a different drasha from Baal Naki. It must be that he doesn't accept Rabbi Eliezer's drasha. And he thinks you're actually chayiv in, uh, in chatsi kofer. And uh, the Gemara says on Tesvav Amaral that Rabbi Yosei Aglili holds that a tam is mishalim chatsi kofer. However, Tosos over there writes that you don't have to say that. It could be that he holds that you don't need a pasuk to pater from chatsi kofer. Because when the shor is chayiv skila, he's pater because of the svara that Rabbi Akiva said. Have you lebased it? He's dead anyway. He's chayiv skila. So you know, where are you going to collect the chatsi, the chatsi kofer from? And it's just that he doesn't hold of either of Rabbi Eliezer's responses to that in the previous uh, in the previous sugya. Okay, but anyway, Rabbi Yosei Aglili's drasha is that your pater mid me vladus. Amar la Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva challenges Rabbi Yosei Aglili. Harayu Omer the pasuk says by by the me vladus ki inatu anoshim that when men are fighting and the, and v'natvuisha Rabbi Yosei Ladel and they strike a pregnant woman and she loses her her, her pregnancy anoshim below shvarim. So don't you see we kedarshim from the pasuk? It says specifically that when it's men that's fighting that uh, the the pasuk is not mechayiv b'dmei vlados. Only when it's a, the pasuk is only mechayiv b'dmei vlados when it's a man that strikes a woman, but a shor that strikes a woman, there is no chayiv uh, d'mei vlados. So you don't need balashor naki to tell me that they don't pay d'mei vlados. Pasuk says anashim. The whole chayiv d'mei vlados is only by anashim. So that's the challenge. That's the question. Why does Rabbi Yosei Aglili need balashor naki to tell me that the shor is part from d'mei vlados? The very chayiv of d'mei vlados is only for anashim. So it's obvious. That a shard doesn't pay the mayvlad. Those four answers. So says Mar Shapir Kamar Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva's challenge seems pretty good. So four answers. Amar Rav Ula Bered Rav Idi Itzrich. You do need the word Naki to pater from the mayvlados. From the word Anashim, would not have been sufficient because Salka Daita Chamina. I might have thought to learn the pasuk as follows: Anashim v'lo shvarin hadom in la Anashim. That only when Anashim cost a person, cost a woman her vlados, do you pay the mayvlados? As opposed to oxen that are similar to Anashim. Ma Anashim Muadin, Afshvarim Muadin. Meaning that just like Adam is Muad the Olam, so I would think that yes, when a man who is Muad uh, strikes a woman, so he pays the Mevlados, but a Shar Muad does not pay the Mevlados. Ooh, but then you can make another diuk, hatam mechayiv. But if it were not a shor that was domela anashim, if it were a shor tam, then you would taka be chayiv in paying the uh, the dmei vlados. So kasarachman bala shornaki departed. That's why the pasuk says bala shornaki to tell me that you're potter. So Amar Rav says, what, what kind of have I mean is that? Meaning you really are going to learn the pasuk that a uh, shor muad is potter from dmei vlados. But a short time is chayiv in the mevlados. Short time is going to be more chayiv than a short muad would be. Amar Ravi Yitziva Ba'ara Vigyar B'Shmei Shemaya. Does that make any sense that a citizen is going to be down here on the ground and the uh, the the, uh, the 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 foreigners are going to be given B'Shmei uh, Shemaya? They're going to be given special rights and privileges 
that citizens don't have in any normal country. A citizen, you know, being a citizen earns you rights and privileges. And when you're a foreigner, you don't have those same rights and privileges. You're treated differently. So uh, it's, it's just a way, it's a muscle of the Gemara saying that that's totally backwards. Nowadays, uh, the, the muscle is not move on. But, uh, but the, uh, the understanding is that it's, it's a totally backwards way of, uh, of, of thinking. So you're going to give a short time, a chiyuv, that you're not going to give a shormuad. Shormuad is going to be part of the time. is going to be chayv. What kind of hava mean is that? So Ella Amarava, a second possibility. Itzrich. No, it, I need the, the, the pasuk of Naki to tell me that you're part of Dmei Vlados, and I do not derive it from the word Anoshim in the Parsha of Dmei Vlados, because Salka Daita Chamina Anoshim Velo Shvarim Hadomala Anoshim in that Ma Anoshim Wadin Ashvarim Wadin. Now, this is a slightly di- very different Russia. We're saying that uh, the Havamin of how to read the Pasuk about the Dmei Vlados is that when a man strikes a woman he's, and, and causes her to lose her pregnancy, he's going to have to pay the Dmei Vlados. But when a Shor who's similar to a man, namely a Shor Mua, does the same, it's Potter from Dmei Vlados. And then obviously a Shor Tam is going to be Potter. If even a Shor Mua is Potter, a Shor Tam is Potter as well. So that's what I would have derived from that Pasuk that Shor is always part of from the Mei Vlados, but then Hadar Chasrachmana Bala Sharnaki Tam Patro Murchayev. But then I have another pasuk that says Bala Sharnaki Dafka to say that uh, that that only a Tam is Patr, but a Muad would be Chayev. So from the parsha of the Mei Vlados, I would have exempted everybody, all types of Shvarim from the Mei Vlados, all types of oxen from the Mei Vlados. The the phrase Bala Sharnaki is not really coming to teach me the tour of a Tam from the Mei Vlados. It's coming to teach me that a muad is chayiv in Dmei Vlados. So it's a, it's a little misleading when Rabbi Yosei Aglili says Bala Sharnaki, Naki mi Dmei Vlados, uh, as if that's the Chiddush. No, the Chiddush is that it's only the Tam that's Naki mi Dmei Vlados, but that the muad is going to be chayiv in Dmei Vlados. So Abayi challenges, if that's the Josh Dmei Vlados, Gabi Boshes Nami Nei Maybe when it comes to Boshes, where it says Ki Yinatsu Anoshim, and and you're going to make this drasha anashim v'lo shvarim. We should make the same drasha anashim v'lo shvarim hadomen la anashim. That anashim means that when it comes to anashim, you're going to pay boshes, but not a shor that's in a similar circumstance as an ish. In that ma anashim wadin ma shvarim wadin v'kavacham l'tamet p'tiri. So if an an, an adam is modli olam. Is chayiv in boshes, so we darshan anashim v'lo shvarim. A shor muad is potter from boshes, and if a shor muad is potter from boshes, kal v'chomer a shor tam is potter from boshes, and then hadukas rochman a bala shor naki tam potter muad chayiv. Maybe I should learn from bala shor naki that only a tam is potter from boshes, but that a muad is going to be chayiv in uh, dmei boshes. Even though the gemara says uh, that uh, that later on that you're only chayiv in boshes when you're in a skavin levayish and the chora by a shor it's not. Shaykh to be Neskavin Levayesh. So uh, the Gemara already, we already saw back on Daflamid Hay that if you're Neskavin Lahazik, even if you're not Neskavin Levayesh, you're still Chayvin Demei Boshes. You need Kavana to be Chayvin Boshes, but it doesn't have to be Kavana Levayesh. A Shor doesn't know how to have Kavana Levayesh, but a Shor can have Kavana Lahazik. So uh, so there's a Havamina at least, or maybe we should actually make this Joshua the Gemara is asking that a Shor Tam doesn't pay Boshes, but a Shor Mua does pay Boshes. 
Maybe you're going to say, yeah, that's what Rabbi Yosef Glili Taka would say that. That just like he'll say that a short time doesn't pay, uh, that, 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 a, uh, that a doesn't pay Dmei Vladus, but a short mu'a does. Maybe he'll say a short time doesn't pay Boshas, but a short mu'a does. So, Iachi, listeni, Balashornaki, Rabbi Yosef Glili, well, then Rabbi Yosei should have mentioned something about that, but he didn't. So it, it, the, the, the weakness in, in this understanding of Rabbi Yosei in this second of the four understandings of Rabbi Yosei is that if you're going to make this drasha that we're trying to say Rabbi Yosei is making, he should have made the same drasha about Boshes, and yet he didn't. He didn't mention anything about Boshes. So Elo Abayiv Ravadami Tarvayu, a third understanding of Rabbi Yosei Again, the question was, why does Rabbi Yosei need Balashornaki to tell me that you're part of from Dmei Vlados? The Pasuk by Dmei Vlados says Anashim. So obviously Yashar is Potter from Dmei Vlados. So Abai and Rava both say that the reason Rabbi Yosei needs to darshan from the word Naki, and it's not enough to darshan from the word Anashim, is since the din of Dmei Vlados is said only by uh, when, when the Isha herself doesn't die. But if the woman herself died, since you're Chayef for killing the Isha, uh, you'd be Potter from Dmei Vlados. You might have thought that that which the Torah ex- uh, is Mimait with Anashim, I would have thought Anashim that when it comes to Anashim, you have that rule that if the woman doesn't die, they pay the Dmei Vlados, but but if the woman does die, you don't pay the Dmei Vlados. And it's on that halacha that I would have said that an ox is different. I might have thought that when it says Anashim in the Parsha of Dmei Vlados, it's not coming to tell me Anashim are Chayiv in Dmei Vlados and Shvarim are Pat. No, it's that Anashim have certain exemptions of the Mevlados, and Ashur never has an exemption of the Mevlados. Ashur is always going to have to pay the Mevlados. That's why That's why I need Valasharnaki to tell me no that Ashur in fact is Potter from uh, from the Mevlados. Tosrid writes that Rabbi Yosei throughout the entire sugya is only really pottering a tam and not a and not a muad. So the Balasharnaki is coming to tell me that the Shor is going to be that the Shor Tam is going to be potter from Dmei Vlados. The Meiri, however, says that even a Muad is going to be potter from uh, from the, from Dmei Vlados. Pnei explains that even though there's makom to argue that the drush of Anashim Veloshvarim is going on a Muad and it's being Mechayev a Muad no matter what, uh, the, uh, the the drush of Balasharnaki would be going on the Tam to potter him. Uh, but nevertheless, so long as there's no uh, as, as there's no clear raya to say that the klal is whatever's Chayev in a Muad is Chayev in a Tam just. Uh, half of it, right? So you're not going to start making drushes that, oh, the drasha that tells me Anashim Veloshvarim that a shor is always going to be chayv, is never going to have an exemption, that's about a shor muad, and the drasha bala shor naki that a shor is always going to be potter, that's about a shor tam. Now we're not going to make such drushes, says the Pnei Yeshua, because that's going to split tam and muad. So it must be that the hava amina is to darshan from Anashim Veloshvarim that a shor doesn't have any exemptions and is always chayv uh, in the Dmei Vlados, that a shor is in fact always potter from uh, from the mevlados. So Ravad uh, Barava asks on this limul as well. So Maskarad Barava atu ba'asun talimilsa. The fact that the Torah potters 
Dmei Vlados, when the woman dies, is that because of the, of the woman's death, that if the woman dies, they're potter, and if she doesn't die, you're chayiv? No, the kavana talia milsa. It's really totally on the kavana of the one who's striking the woman, that if he tries to kill the woman and she dies, he's potter from Dmei Vlados. But if he didn't try to kill the woman, he tried to kill his friend who he was fighting with, then he's chayiv with Dmei Vlados, even if the woman taka does die. Meaning it's not, there's not an automatic that whenever the woman dies, he's going to be potter from Dmei Vlados. You're chayiv in Dmei Vlados, even if the woman does die, as long as that wasn't your intention. So you can't say that, uh, like Abaye and Rava wanted to suggest, that from the word Anoshim, I would darshan, that only by Anoshim there's a chilik whether the woman dies or not, but by Ashar there's no chilik whether the woman dies or not. Because by Anoshim there isn't such a chilik either, whether the woman dies or not. It's all totally on the kavana of the person. So Ella, a fourth approach to understanding Rabbi Yosef Lili, Ella Amravad Barava, the drasha of Anoshim Veloshvarim would be as follows. Anoshim kinskavnu zelazeh, avagav sheyesha son biisha ye anchu. When it comes to Anoshim, that are trying to kill each other and not trying to kill the woman, even though the woman dies, they still pay the Dmei Vlados. But there's still a p'tor. If they tried to kill the woman, then they're potter from the Dmei Vlados because they're chayv misa for having killed the woman b'kavana, v'lo shvarim, and, and that rule doesn't apply to Ushar. Uh, I, I would have learned from the parsha of Dmei Vlados that Ushar, even when it's trying to kill the woman, Still pays the mevlados, so that's why Kasserachman the Balasharnaki dipetivi. That's why I need Balasharnaki to tell me that no, Ashar does not pay the mevlados. The chain kiosa Rav Chagig midroma asavaisi maslisa biade. When Rav Chagig came from the uh, the south in the Tukuf of the Tanaim, there was uh, there there were uh, a lot of halachos. Uh, the 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 Torah was was found beikur in the Lishchas Hagazis, and then afterwards in Yavne. Um, so at a certain time, Rabbi Huda ben, uh, ben Durtai uh, separated from the Chachamim and he opened the yeshiva in the south of Eretz Yisrael. So uh, the, uh, they, they, they would call them Mu'ute uh, Torah and Gase Ruach, but they would still take the good things that they, uh, that they taught. And therefore they bring a raya from a brisa that, was, that, they, that they had in the Durham, which was not the respected yeshiva. That's when the Maritzchayis gives all, all the history. So it's a very Maritzchayis kind of uh, comment. Maritzchai is always interested in uh, how things, how the transmission of Torah Shabal Peh happened throughout the generations. So anyway, so when, uh, when Rav Chaga came Midroma, he brought a b'risa, exactly like that last explanation of Rav Barava, that the drush of Rabbi Yossi was coming to tell me that you should not say from the word Anashim that Ashar is always going to be chayv in Dmei Vlados, so Balasharnaki to tell me the opposite, that Ashar is in fact always putter in Dmei Vlados so that is the uh, as far as Rabbi Yosef drasha from Balasharnaki. Now we have one final drasha from Balasharnaki, a final brisa. Tanya Yidach, Balasharnaki, Rabbi Akiva Omer, Naki Midme Eved. That it means, the Pasuk is telling me that if a short time gores and kills an Eved, he doesn't have to pay the Knas of Shloshim Shkaldim that the Torah is Mechaev for a for a short Muad. Um, the, uh, the, the, so the Gemara asks, well, wait a second. Previously, uh, Rabbi Akiva challenged Rabbi Eliezer's drasha. Right? Rabbi Eliezer wanted to learn from Balashar Naki. We started today's daf by saying Rabbi Eliezer wanted to learn from Balashar Naki that you're Naki Michatzi Kofer. And Rabbi Akiva says that since the Shar is going to get killed, obviously you're Naki Michatzi Kofer because you can only collect Chatzi Kofer Migufo. And the Shar is going to get stoned. So what do you mean collect 
chatzin kofer. You can't bring a dead shor and collect from that. So can't Rabbi Kiva ask that on his own limud also? Rabbi Kiva's own limud is that if the shor kills an evad, then you don't have to, then it's potter from shloshim shekel. Of course it'll be potter from shloshim shekel. He's a short time. It pays me gufo. You're going to stone the shor because it killed a person. It killed an evad. So, name uh, Rabbi Kiva l'nafshei. Why does Rabbi Kiva challenge? He's so busy bothering Rabbi Eliezer. He should have asked his own kash on himself. Whenever you have a short time, it only only pays me gufo. Have you Take the stoned shor and bring it to Basin. What are you going to get out of it? It's worthless. So uh, let him ask that cash on himself. So the Gemara explains. No, Amrav Shmuel Bar Yitzchak Kishkadim Bailav Ushchato. The Rabbi Kiva saw about a case where the Bailim went and shechted the shor before it had a Gemar Din, so it never got stoned, and therefore there's meat that's kosher that was shechted and has value. So Mal Detaim Lishtalimine. I might have thought that you pay the Dmei Eved from that meat. So Kamashmulan. That's what Balas Sharnaki tells me. Since the shor did a misa for which it's chayiv misa, even though you in fact shechted it, you cannot use that meat to pay the dmei eved. Yeah, but couldn't Rabbi Akiva have thought of that same answer for Rabbi Eliezer? Right? Rabbi, Rabbi Eliezer said that Balashar Naki teaches me you don't pay Chatzi Kofer. Rabbi Akiva says, when would you ever pay Chatzi Kofer? The shor is going to be dead. Well, couldn't Rabbi Akiva have thought of that same answer? That no, maybe the Bailing went and shechted it before they ever had a chance to give it skila, and you don't pay the Chatzi Kofer from the, uh, from the meat. So Hachinami, the Gemara says, yeah, Rabbi Akiva knew that you could give that answer. The Sarva Dilma Islay Taimachrin and Dadiv Mehavi. He just wanted to ask because he thought maybe Rabbi Lezer has a better answer. I mean, Rabbi Kiva knew in his own mind what his drush of Balasharnaki was, and he knew what the challenge would be to it, and he knew that he had a kind of answer. But he knew that that same challenge would be to Rabbi Lezer, so he wanted to see if Rabbi Lezer had a better answer. Rabbi Lezer, Nami, Lishni Leishakad Mishkato. Well, Rabbi Lezer gave two, we had two versions of how Rabbi Lezer responded to Rabbi Kiva. None of those versions was that the guy went and shechted it. Right, one was, oh no, the shor is not dead because it was in Skyven Laharag Behema, or the shor is not dead because we only know that it killed the person because of the the Bailin being moda. Why didn't Rabbi Eliezer just say this answer that the shor is that, that the shor is dead, but it wasn't stoned; it was shechted. So Amalach, so Rabbi Eliezer would answer, you can't you can't say that because Hasmud in the Skyven Laharag Behema Vargas Adam the shor lav bar katalu hu klal the salkaday to chamin in The only case where I'd even have a havamina that he's going to be chayiv. Chatzi Kofer is in a case where the shard doesn't, it is not deserving of getting stoned, meaning it tried to kill a behemoth and accidentally killed an Adam. So that's why it's Sukhralamute. That's why I need a Pasuk to tell me that even then you don't pay Kofer. But in this case, where, where, where the, the, the shard deserves to get killed and the Bailam just pulled a fast one on us and before he had a chance, the Bazin had a chance to kill it, he went and he shechted it. You don't need a Pasuk to be Mema'i from a Chiyiv Kofer, even though the guy went and shechted it, because obviously he was supposed to have skila, and in such a case, there's no possibility to collect a Chiyiv Kofer. It's pashut that there's no Chiyiv Kofer that's going to be chal on a shore that's deserving of skila. So says, why didn't Rabbi Kiva think of that? That uh, why does Rabbi Kiva need to be mima'et a short time from Demei Eved? It shouldn't it be obvious that if your short time uh, that killed an Eved is deserving of skila, that it's automatically potter from Tamei I shouldn't need Balashar Naki to teach me that it's part of from Tamei So two responses to defend Rabbi Akiva. Number one, Elo Amravasi, Hai Milsam Pika Varabashmili. 
I heard this explanation from a God of the Torah, Uman Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Chenina, namely Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Chenina, why does the Pasuk need to be Mayit Midmei Evan? Salkatait Chamina, because I might have had Avamina Holvam Rabbi Kiva Aftam Shechavul Ba'adam, Mishalim Bemosar Nezik Shalim. That let's say you have a case where a short time and a person get into a fight and they each injure the other. So not only does the person pay Nezik Shalim, but the time that's Chavul Ba'adam pays Nezik Shalim as well. And therefore, if the Chavul, his chavala ba adam was greater than the chavala that the adam did on the shar, so we just pay the differential. Uh, so you see, according to Rabbi Kiva, a shar tam that's chavul ba adam pays nezek shalim like a shar muad. Meaning, when does a shar tam pay chatsi nezek? When it damages another shar. But if a shar tam damages an adam, he pays nezek shalim as a shar muad. So I might think nami malia that I might think he also has to pay demayevet because it was uh, it's something that it did to an adam. So kasrachman bala shar that's why uh, that's why it says Balasharnaki to tell me that he's part from the from Dumayavid. but Rabbi Kiva you know changed his mind. He meaning he, he modified that teaching about paying Nezek Shalim. Titania, because we have a price said that Rabbi Kiva Omer, once we say that Thomas Khaval Badam pays Nezek Shalim, Yachali Yishalim Min Aliyah, I might think that you're Yishalim Min Aliyah, that you pay from whatever property you have. Tamalomar Kamishpatazeye Oselo, that even though a short time that, that is Chaval Ba'adam pays Nezek Shalem, Megufo It still only pays Megufo. So therefore, uh, it's still, the, the Kasha st- would still stand that if the short time uh, killed an Eved, so granted there's a Havamina that it's going to pay Nezek Shalem and therefore it should pay Shloshim Shal Eved, but, it, but whatever it pays is only going to be Megufo. And if it killed a person, Megufo is a dead body. It's Chayef it's Skila. So there is no Chayef Megufo. So we're back to the Kasha. Why would there ever be a Havamina that a short time pays Shloshim Shalevet? Elo Amaravah, so Rav says a different approach. Itzrich. I might have thought that since we see we're more Machmir by a Shorshanagach Eved than a Shorshanagach Ben Chorin, how so? Shabin Chorin, Yafasala Nosin Sela, Shloshim, Nosin Shloshim. That a Ben Chorin, whatever he's worth, that's what you pay. You don't pay more than it's worth. The Eved, Yafasala Nosin Shloshim, but by an Eved, even if it's worth very, very little, you always pay Shloshim Shal Eved. That's a Chumrah of the Torah. So I might think also, Mishtalim Nami, Dmei Eved Min Aliyah. So I might think <coughs> that the Dmei Eved is not paid from the goof of the Shor, but the way you pay that Min Aliyah. And therefore, even if the Shor is stoned and dead, you still have to pay the Shloshim Shal Eved. That's why, Kasrachman Balashar Naki, that's why I need Balashar Naki to tell me that no, Shor is Potter from Dmei Eved. Tanya Kavasei Durava, we have a Bryce that says just like Rabba Balashar Naki, Rabbi Kiva, we're knocking me Dmei Eved. Rabbi Kiva says it means you're knocking me Dmei Eved. Valodinu, and I should learn it from a Memetzinu. Hol, v'chayv be'eved, v'chayv be'ben chorin, since you're chayv shloshim shkalim for an Eved, and you're chayv kofer for a ben chorin, maksh chayv ben chorin chilak to bo ben tam lemur. Just like a tam is Potter from kofer and lemur is chayv and kofer, afkish chayv be'eved, so too by the shloshim shkalim, nechalik ben tam lemur. Make the same chilik that a tam is potter from Shalom Shalavid, but a moon is chayiv. The old Kalvachomer, plus not only Mamatzina, but I can learn a Kalvachomer. Uma ben Chorin Shinosin Kol Shavyo. When it comes to Ben Chorin, you pay the full value of the Ben Chorin that you killed, Chilak to Bobin Tam Lumur, and yet we distinguish and we say that a tam is potter from Kofer. So Evid Shainanosin El Shloshim and Evid, where you don't even pay the full value, you only pay Shloshim, even if it's a very expensive Evid. Ain't no Dinshanach look Bobin Tam Lumur. I would say all the more so tam is potter from the Shloshim. 
Shem Shalevet. So says Rabbi Akiva, lo, you cannot make that Kalvachomer nor that Memetzinu because you could really say the Kalvachomer in the other direction. Machmireni be'eved Yosem ben Chorin. There's a certain Chumra that an Eved has that a Ben Chorin doesn't have. Namely, she Ben Chorin Yafasel and Nosin Sela, Shloshim Nosin Shloshim. If the Ben Chorin is worth less than uh, than than, uh, than than Shloshim, you pay less than Shloshim. But ve'eved Yafasel and Nosin Shloshim. If an Eved is worth less than Shloshim, you still pay Shloshim. So Yachli Yechayiv. And therefore, there's a Havamina that just like we're Machmir, that you always have to pay Shloshim by an Eved, we should be Machmir that even a short time that kills an Eved has to pay the Shloshim. Tamalomar Balashar Naki, Naki Midmei Eved. That's why I need Balashar Naki to tell me you're Naki Midmei Eved. So the Havamina, according to Rabbi Akiva, to say that a short time would pay Shloshim Shal Eved is that we are more Machmir by Eved than we are by Ben Chorin. So Kamash Mulan, I need the possible Balashar Naki to tell me you're Naki Midmei Eved. Tanurabana, now a new discussion. Hamis Isha Isha, Pasuk says if the Sharmuad is Hamis Isha Isha, Why does it have to say man or woman? Would I, is this a kind of area in the Torah where I would think it's different if you kill a woman than a man? Say, If it's coming to tell me that the Shor gets skila for killing a woman also, Pasuk already says that. So what's this Pasuk teaching me? In the following way, it's linking man to woman in the following way. Ma'ish nizak of liyarshav, just like the payments that you're going to make for the nezek by a man, if the man is no longer here, he's dead, that goes to his yarshim. Afisha nizkel liyarsheha. So too, the payments that you owe to the woman are going to go to her yarshim if she's dead and not to her husband. So it says, Rabbi Kiva about does Rabbi Kiva hold the husband doesn't yarshim his wife? Vatanya v'yarosh v'samikhan shabal yarosh this is still different Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says, Abal is yarosh's wife. No, Rabbi Kiva says that a Baal is not Yorish's wife in Kofer. Since the woman's rights to the Kofer payment are only if she's dead. So, so long as she's alive, it's only Ra'ui. It's not something that she's Muxuk in. And even though a husband Yarshins his wife, he does not Yarshin that which is Ra'ui to come to her. Only that which she actually had. So, my Taima, how do I know that he's not Chayiv in Kofer until after? After Misa, because I'm a crowd, the Hamas Isha Isha, Hashar Yisakal, the Gamba Lavimas, Im Kofer, Yusha Salav. So you see that Kofer only happens after the Skila Sashar, and the Skila Sashar only happens if the person actually died. So the woman's entitlement to the Kofer is only after she dies, and that's why that Kofer payment goes to her Yarshim and does not go to her husband. Okay, that's what we'll pick up from there tomorrow, today, and a happy Chanukah, everybody.